Hello there, every single person. My name is Jordan Reed. I'm Lindsay Reed. And we are married together. We kiss, and we also host the show you're listening to right now, Spooky Spouses. Welcome. <laughs> Hi, welcome everyone. If this is your first time listening, Lindsay and I talk about ghosts and other things. Yeah, each week we both bring in a topic that we have air quotes researched, and we discuss with each other the first time. Topics might include things such as similar to kind of like something like a haunted plant. Or cryptozoology. Or my friend Nathan's haunted mouth. We have talked about haunted movies before. Haunted or poltergeist activity. Ghosts, spirits. Cryptids, all sorts of them. (laughs) So welcome aboard. If it's your first time listening, we're happy to have you. Now, Lindsay and I have had sort of a spooky weekend already this weekend. Not only is it the creepiest of holidays, St. Patrick's Day, which, you know, is arguably a little bit scarier than Halloween or Thanksgiving. Well, because everybody drinks too much and you don't want to go anywhere. No, you don't want to go anywhere. So Lindsay and I have been in our house the (laughs) the entire weekend, but it's been a little spooky over here and we, we didn't intend it to get too spooky. No. We watched that new Zach Bagans movie called Demon House. Wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I think I liked it more than Lynn's. Is that safe to say? Yeah. I just wish there was more more proven facts. Sure. More evidence. Yeah. Yeah. I can... I feel you. But I think it's worth the watch. I definitely think it's worth the watch. It was a very cool movie. The The premise of it is our buddy... Our our good friend, Zach Bagans, <laughs> who we're on a we're on a nickname basis... Uh, Z-Boy is what I call him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you knew that, but now you do. Zach Bagans buys a house in Gary, Indiana. Which is very scary. Which is already very scary. Liz and I have driven through Gary, Indiana, I think twice, maybe one. Yeah, I think twice on our way uh, to and from Chicago. And it was just scary. Scary Gary, Indiana. But Zach Bagans buys a house there because it's allegedly extremely, extremely haunted. Almost too haunted. They say it's a portal to heck. Yeah, it's a portal to heck. <laughs> <laughs> but very good movie. I, I, I enjoyed it. If if you like watching spooky things and you like the, the Ghost Adventures people, then I highly like recommend it. Yeah, I highly recommend it. Zach Beggins was actually like really tolerable in this movie. And because it wasn't on the Travel Channel, he could say swear words. Yes, he sweared a lot. He did. He's Now, please don't watch this with your kids. Or if you have <laughs> cool kids who always wear sunglasses, I guess you can watch it with them. But he does say a few swear words. Yeah. And it was a, it was really, honestly, it was really weird to hear at first because they're always bleeped out. Right. Because it's weird. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, we've also we've also been playing, I'm just talking about our spooky weekend. We've we also, have had a spooky weekend. We've also been playing this game on PlayStation called, what is it, Observer? Yeah. Very cool game. Very cool game. We never talk about games on this show, but Linz and I, we hey, we like video games. We played Observer, and it's really creepy. I like spooky video games. Do you like spooky games? I do like spooky games. Well, how weird, Linz, because I have a very small <laughs> introductory game that I made up before I get into my topic. Oh. Man, you're going to be so scared. I'm pretty scared already. So we're recording this on the 18th of March, which is a day after St. Patrick's Day, also known as Blarney Time, which I call it Blarney the Big Green and Orange Dinosaur from television. Uh, (laughs) Blarney's Playhouse. (laughs) Blarney's Playhouse. (laughs) Blarney. So we missed St. Patty's Day, at least recording on the day, but I thought, why not 
a sort of Celtic a themed. Day after. A day after, one day later, the Leprechaun zombie movie, but a Celtic or Irish themed spooky trivia game for you that I made up. Okay, I'm ready. It's Quick called. Side note: Before you get into your game, I'm kind of bummed now we didn't watch Leprechaun on St. Patty's Day. I guess we kind of woofed that one, huh? Yeah, maybe we'll have to watch Leprechaun tonight. <laughs> I only watched. I've watched Leprechaun. Well, pieces and parts of it when I was, I don't know, in high school or something. And all I remember is that the leprechaun puts on roller skates and roller skates through somebody's, like, through a fence or something. And there's a leprechaun-shaped hole in the fence with roller skates. <laughs> I thought he skateboarded or something, too. He I know Jennifer does. Aniston was in one of them. She was in the first one, I believe. Yeah. Her first big break. Jennifer Aniston. I, th- I think it's leprechaun. pre-Friends. I don't know. I don't remember. I have to look up the dates. You know, but. there's an Easter egg if you buy the double limited Green Ray version. A Green Ray, <laughs> they're only released on St. Patty's Day, and it's like a Blu-ray, but it's much higher quality. It's actually no movie and only Easter eggs, oh. um, which is whatever. Anyways, which is, cool. which is super cool, and they're very rare and very expensive. But in the deluxe digital, uh, only two copies were released. Green Ray version. There's a, an alternate ending where she finally kills a leprechaun and then she goes, she moves to New York City and sits down in a place called Central Perk and has a cup of coffee. And that's how Friends was created. That's how Friends, yeah. And it ends with... Well, her last name is Green, so... In the Rachel Green. Oh, you're right. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I So it's all connected. So this is proven fact here because we own the Green Ray version, Friends, starts where leprechaun leaves off leprechaun <laughs> so, one so if you want to get into re-watching friends which i actually did like a few years ago i re-watched all of the episodes of friends i had a lot of time on my hands at that point in my life <laughs> but yeah you watch leprechaun first and then you watch all the reruns directly friends. into friends mm-hmm. yeah now i started watching friends a little bit as well when you did and i liked it still good you know still what holds up. it's a good show lay <laughs> off if you don't like friends i think you're just i think you're putting on airs hey lay off i'm currently re-watching all of will and grace yeah and i and i've and i've by proxy i've watched a few episodes with you still pretty good also a good show good job 90 shows we haven't gotten into dharma and greg nor west wing nor <laughs> uh what's the show all real monsters that That cartoon (laughs) okay so tell me about your game then the game i made up are you ready for the title of my game i'm ready i hope it doesn't scare you too much it's called luck of the irish i were still alive oh no (laughs) (laughs) is that good yeah that was we were stretching that one but i thought it was really i came up with it early this morning yeah that was a good job okay so it's just a few little trivia questions question number one are you ready i'm ready What creepy crawler did the real St. Patrick banish from Ireland? Spiders, rats, snakes, or rad roaches from Fallout 4? (laughs) I thought it was snakes. Is that your answer? Sure. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Because snakes were associated with paganism, and he didn't want any of that. No, so he kicked all the snakes out. Get out of here, snakes. I didn't think there were a lot of snakes in Ireland, though, to begin with. Well, we've never been there, I mean. Probably not anymore. Kicked all the cobras out. What, Rick, that travel guy? 
Rick Steves. He's not going to talk about all the snakes in Ireland. He's going to talk about like how delicious the coffee is. This is my favorite pub for a tall pint of Guinness. <laughs> also, be careful of snakes almost everywhere. But really, he's just battling snakes like for the most of the trip. Yeah, now we did get the deluxe double green ray version of Rick Steves Goes to Ireland. And there's the Easter egg where he's just slicing Cobra's heads off <laughs> on his way to kiss the Blarney. Rick. <laughs> Rick. <laughs> So, correct. You got one question correct. Okay. Very good job. Yay. Now, question two. Besides leprechauns, what's the most well-known Irish fairy? Because leprechauns are associated in... They're they're cataloged in Irish folklore under fairies. So, what's what's the most well-known Irish fairy aside from leprechauns? They're number two. You ready? Yes. The Banshee, Bloody Mary, Bloody Berry, or the Asri? Probably the last one. The Asri? Yeah. No. What is it's it? It's the Banshee. Really? The but screaming, I thought the Banshee was like Mimi. a witch. The Banshee is this spectral sort of fairy, I think, that just screams really loud. Oh. I thought a Banshee was like a witch that lived in the woods that would scream. I mean, I think it kind of is. I mean, okay. for the most part. I always think of Banshees as being more spectral than like a real deal flesh and blood witch. Yeah. But they're fairies, so I guess... I mean, you can poke a fairy, and I think you can poke a leprechaun, so I think banshees are... <laughs> so you can poke a banshee. You can poke a banshee. <laughs> so, sorry, Lindsay, you got that one wrong. Oh. It's not the assery. Isn't that like a deer? No, I think you're thinking of a reindeer. <laughs> 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 Never mind. I, I think I, I didn't write it down, but I believe if I remember correctly, it was again it was early, it was like five AM this morning. Yeah. The Asri, I believe, is like a water fairy. Okay. A water thing. So I was kinda close. It was still a fairy. Still in the fairy realm, but I think this one is underwater. Okay. Question three. Are you too scared to go on? I'm pretty scared, but I'm ready for it. Man, yeah, I can't believe how scared you are. <laughs> what type of animal is said to be the best buddy? Of a leprechaun. So this is more of a cutesy kind of question. Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. You're right. (laughs) Actually, it's roller skates. Trick question. Oh. Here are your, here are your, what is it? Choices. That's the word I made up just now. (laughs) Raccoons, foxes, birds, or badgers. Hmm. The best buddy of all leprechauns. Birds, foxes. Badgers. Badgers. Or raccoons. Not Um, pumpkin raccoon. Just raccoons. I'm just going to go with foxes because they're red. Mm. And I don't know, red hair. Strong answer. And I believe (laughs) like in a lot of places in Europe, you typically, like there are a lot of foxes, right? Yeah. We were watching, what was it? The one show where it takes place. And I think in the UK, Animal Airport. A lot of foxes everywhere. (laughs) Airport. Which I love that show, by the way. It's a really good show. Foxes are very cute. But I'm sorry you're wrong. No. Birds. Specifically, specifically the robin. So they always say, don't kill a robin because you're going to make a leprechaun really mad and then they're going to be mean to you. They're going to be, they're conniving little tricksters. Hmm. They'll get you. So okay. leave robins alone. Uh, I don't mess with birds. No, I don't either. Birds are very intelligent. You were just talking earlier how there are a lot of crows outside of our house. Yeah, which is kind of scary that we like, we're the spooky spouses and then there's a lot of crows that hang out here. It also is scary because we're the spooky spouses and intermittently for no reason whatsoever, our printer has been printing paper. Well, it's my tax reform. <laughs> <laughs> well, but we, we we did your taxes like four hours ago. Yeah, it's just... And intermittently it spits something out. I think our printer just sucks. It might just be that our printer is not good. <laughs> HP, if you're listening, you can send us a new printer, or you can send me and Lynn's new laptops. 
That'd be nice. That'd be sweet. Anyways, question, I think this is the fourth and last one. Okay. Are you ready? Why do leprechauns have pots of gold? Sorry, pots of gold. Pots of gold. Could you even understand me through my Irish accent? No. Well, I had to really think about it. (laughs) I used my my Duolingo, (laughs) translated it. Pot of gold. Pot of gold. (laughs) Correct. Okay. So why do leprechauns, why do all leprechauns have pots of gold? Okay. They're super rich. They're treasurers and they have to protect it. Like that's their job. Yeah. Because they're a treasurer. They steal it or because they're just odd, they they barf it up. They just barf up little gold pieces. I, I can tell you one of those answers is not right. Well, yeah. some one of them I like really made up. Yeah. I think um, I know which one. But I think that they protect it. So they're all leprechauns have the job of being treasurer. Yeah. Because I, I'm debating between that and they steal it, but I don't I don't know if they steal it. They might just protect it. But then again, like where do they get it from in the first place? Can I tell you? Yeah. You're right. They protect it? So according to Irish folklore, the whole world and realm of fairies and stuff like that, and I guess Irish cryptids, is a real place called the other world. And oh. the leprechauns their job in the other world is to be the treasurers and the bookkeepers of the other world. So, like, it seems a little bit less exciting if you're, like, talking about this weird, mystic, half-real, half-fake realm, but you have a job. And they're yeah. and they're treasurers. That's kind of a bummer. So, whenever you go to steal their pot of gold, you're not stealing their money. You're stealing directly out of the bank account of the other world and the banshees and the asteries and all the other people. And they're going to be bummed out at you. They're like, so now our like net income is lower because some person stole your pot of gold. That's it. Well, that like their job is kind of tough though too because like they say that the pot of gold is supposed to be at an end of a rainbow, but those rainbows are like huge, so it's easy to follow the end of a rainbow. Yeah. So it's like, man, those poor little man, he has to protect this money when basically like that's like someone like highlighting your bank account and being like, here's my, here it is. Here are the digits for my passcode to get into my debit card. It's like doing a, like doing a Reddit AMA. Here's my account and routing number, AMA. Like it flashes into the sky like a Batman logo and then like you have to figure it out. For, for, yeah, it would be for every adult. Who owns a computer? Like everyone above 50, it would be the post-it note they have next to their computer with all their passwords and all their important information <laughs> written on it. I know our, I know my mom and dad have one. I know your mom has like password yeah, sheets. I mean, I have to write everything <laughs> down too. I never remember my passwords. Oh, I just think it's so funny. It's like it's like having like if someone were to break into your house, it's like having a binder that says, "Don't open if you're a, uh, if you're a burglar. <laughs> Don't open. Super important information. T- please take my TV." That's why you just gotta label it something that doesn't sound important, like grocery list baby photos I'm oh like, yeah i don't want those everybody's like no i don't want to look at no baby photos we see them all day all the time anyways online pictures of my cat sleeping pictures of <laughs> oh prize award-winning meatloaf from 1999 to 2012 <laughs> and then they'd be like why do they only do it for a few years yeah 1999 and then how many awards do they win for their meatloaf no see yeah. i would open up i would open up that binder. see that would be too curious like you have to be pretty like <laughs> Pretty adamant about a title. Like What's a food no one Grandma's likes? 80th birthday party photos. Oh, I would and it's not like nobody's going to open that. I would if I was if I was trifling through a thing of uh binders and stuff if I was burglarizing, I would throw that one 
directly over my shoulder <laughs> comically. Like, I don't want to see that. Family reunion 2001. Oh, I would not open a family reunion binder. <laughs> like now if it was ours, oh, I would be so into it. And I'd look at it all the time. But not a burglar. Not no. a bad guy. No. A bad, no. Not a bad boy. <laughs> not a bad guy. Not a bad boy. Well, nice game, B. Thank you very much. And I that... wasn't very good at it, but... Well, how would you know? It's the it's the other world. I'm not Irish. I'm Scottish. I so. am Irish. Now, I'm not sure if you guys can tell through my thick Irish accent. I am Irish. Top of the morning, Blarney. <laughs> and I'm super Scottish. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Hey is for haggis, is what I always say. Hey, bagpipes and stuff. There are Irish bagpipes, too. Yeah. Isn't that fun? Great. Okay, moving (laughs) on. So that brings me... One of the reasons why I did a game is because I wanted to focus on this one small topic that I have, and I didn't want to, like have a 10-minute topic and be like, all right, Lens, thanks for carrying us for 45 minutes for the rest of the show. Or maybe you just wanted to play a fun game. I just wanted to play a game as well. (laughs) But here's, so here's my actual topic. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. I was watching these videos online this morning about, it was the what, like the top whatever, top 10 or something, most unsettling closed circuit television or like security cam footage ever recorded. And the one, we've watched this one a little bit, but I did a little bit of research on it. It's the video of the German student Lars Mittank. Okay. So, do you know, I, you'll, I think you'll, you'll know about it as I dive into it. So, Lars Mittank, here's exactly what happened, or here, here's kind of what happened. Lars Mittank went to Romania, or sorry, Bulgaria with a bunch of his buddies, got sick, kind of, and then they never found him ever again. Okay. Which is really crazy. I think I vaguely remember this story, but I don't know much about it. So I think this is super weird. Out of all the videos that I watched on the like top 10 whatever, and I went on some websites and stuff, this is the one to me that's the most compelling. And I don't think it's faked because there's like, well, I'll get into it. Are you ready? I'm ready. To be weirded out? I'm ready to be weirded out. So Lars Matank from Germany, born in 1986. So he's our age. Yeah. He went to Bulgaria with a bunch of his buddies for a small little beach time vacation. Now, I didn't know this, and I think it's because that we don't live in Europe, which is, I'm not sure if you've realized that or not, but we live in Columbus. We don't live in Europe. <laughs> I always hope that we live in Europe, but then I, I wake to. up every morning and I'm like, nope. Nope, still in Ohio. Still in Ohio. <laughs> really good baked bread. I always, I always it's associate. It's easy to get confused, though. I do. Yeah, you're right. And I always associate like living <laughs> in Europe or something like waking up, have really good bread and jam, really good coffee. You just wander, eat some snacks. Snack city. Oh, I would. I think you and I would destroy the snack quota of Europe if we went there. <laughs> it would be snack town. But either way, they went to Bulgaria, Lars and a bunch of his buddies for a beach vacation. Now, I guess Bulgaria, there's a, there's a spot in Bulgaria called Golden Sands, which is a big destination for beachgoers. Yeah. A lot of resorts. Think about like small Orlando, Florida. Yeah. Less Mickey, more... I don't know, Pilsner or something because it's <laughs> Europe. So Golden Sands is a popular beach. There's a national park there as well. While Lars and his friends were on the beach, this is par for the course for European soccer or football fans. They got in a fight with people who were on the beach of fans of a rival soccer team. Uh, Lars and him, but Lars and his buddies are fans or were fans of Werder Bremen from Germany, mm-hmm. and the other people on the beach were fans of Bayern Munich, which I guess are big rivals. Okay. So two opposing football teams, not American football, but the real worldwide football, kick yeah. em, kick em ups. 
they got in a fight about whose team is better, and they got in an actual altercation, an actual fist fight. So Lars, typical boys, typical just typical boy stuff. Just Come being on, boys. we're just being boys, punching each other because of soccer. <laughs> but Lars got punched in his ear and went to the doctor. I also wrote in my notes: Aren't sports silly? Yeah, sports are silly. <laughs> <laughs> They're supposed to be entertainment, not anger. Yeah, hey guys, can we just say this to anyone listening? If you like sports, just like sports. Nobody's nobody's a bad person for liking the Raiders. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just like sports. Kick a soccer ball. Anyways, so the person who punched Lars punched him in the ear and ruptured his eardrum. Okay. So he went to a hospital. I, I guess this little hospital he went to was inside the airport in the, the town in Bulgaria in which they were staying. So he went there, and the doctor said, you're going to be fine, but I'm putting you on these antibiotics, so I think you need to stay here for a few days, and I don't recommend that you fly because of the altitude and the pressure in the cabins. It could mess, mess up, up your ears. Exactly, yeah. 100%. So the doctor insisted he does not fly back. I wrote this down just because he prescribed him for Sephiroxima 500. 500 is the milligram dosage, so it's kind of a heavy dosage of pill, right? Okay. Think like your, your average ibuprofen is 200 milligrams or right. whatever. So Cephiroxima 500. Some of the side effects of this, I, I wrote these down just in case, but they were pretty average side effects. You know, dizziness, headache, drowsiness, and stuff like that. You prescribe this stuff to people that treat infections like his ruptured eardrum, skin stuff, tonsillitis, uh, pneumonia, so nothing wacky, and there's nothing really associated with this antibiotic that the doctor prescribed Lars. That's like side effects might include floating, seeing ghosts, right? <laughs> All that weird stuff, like sleep medication or something, disappearing and then reappearing, <laughs> walking, being able to walk through one wall of your choice, <laughs> growing really big teeth. Ew. <laughs> well, that's fine. It's funny, you know, Bugs Bunny stuff. So Lars insisted to his friends, you guys just fly back. I'm going to be perfectly fine. I'll just get a hotel room or something and hang out for the next few days. So Lars got a, got a room somewhere close by to the airport. And at this time, Lars started acting strange. I guess he was texting his mom back and forth saying that he doesn't feel safe where he is. And he insisted that his mom cancel all of his credit and debit cards and like lock all of his accounts. Because he was being followed, allegedly, by these four mysterious dudes. Were they the same? Do you think it was the same dudes that beat him up? Well, I don't know, because nobody else saw these dudes. Yeah. He was being followed by four men, is what he said. And I wouldn't... I, I'm assuming that it wasn't... That it's not the people who fought him on the beach. I think they were just, you know... Like, they were some young, drunk college dudes, and so were the other people, and they fought. You know, whatever. Yeah. He was he was sending all these erratic and nervous texts to his mom saying, delete all my stuff, cancel my stuff. Also, I'm being followed and I don't feel safe. I feel like I'm in a really bad area. So she was like, okay, I guess I'll cancel your stuff, but just be safe. So the day Lars was supposed to fly out, he went to the airport. And again, inside the airport was the hospital where he went for the first time to get his ruptured eardrum fixed. Right. So he went in there and there's, this is where it gets weird. He has, there, there's surveillance footage of him walking into the airport. He's wearing like an orange shirt and shorts or like a, a bright yellow shirt and shorts. And he's carrying one single duffel bag. He walks into the airport hospital. And according to witnesses and stuff, he's sitting there and waiting. And right before the doctor calls him back for his appointment, you see on closed circuit TV on the security cams, he just books it out of the doctor's office. He's running as fast as he can through the airport terminal. And then it switches to a security camera in the front 
like out in the uh, like drop off area of the airport. Right. And then he's just running in the middle of nowhere, like through the grass, through all this stuff. And then there's another security cam that shows him really far away hopping a fence that borders the airport. And he's hopping the fence that leads directly into, I guess, this really thick forest. And that's the last anybody ever saw him. That's weird. It's super weird. Like, was he being followed by four dudes? Did did his eardrum getting ruptured affect something else in his brain and he was hallucinating stuff? Was he actually being followed and threatened? Did they show up in the doctor's office? But the the closed circuit TV doesn't show any, like, a group of four dudes or suspicious-looking dudes walking into the well, doctor's office. Well, what if office? it was the doctors? Oh. Like, what if the doctors came out? I don't know. I think maybe, like, medical stuff is so crazy. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like if you ruptured your eardrum and maybe if you're at a hospital that is, say, in an airport, obviously you're in a spot that's not has a lot of that stuff around like it's like he couldn't go to a hospital in bulgaria by the beach like you had to go to the airport so it's kind of like those doctors might not have realized like what had happened and he could have like started hallucinating or you know a mixture of that and the medication they gave him yeah or maybe maybe he was still maybe he was drinking a lot as well because he was still on his own vacay and he's hanging out by himself and i'm you know i'm again this is this is a lot of us assuming because we have no idea, right? Right. But maybe he was still in party mode and was taking Cephiroxima 500, popping, popping, popping. Or just other drugs in general. Yeah, I mean. seriously. I mean, it's a it's, it's a beach town and they were on like a little vacation. There's a lot of younger people there, but I don't know. But I think it's really compelling. It's really creepy. Yeah, it's really wacky. The, the, the video footage of him just booking it, he obviously looks like he's not just goofing around. Looks like something is he's really scary. He's pretty scaring serious. Him. Yeah. And then he just hops over the fence really far away. You see his yellow shirt. Never to be seen or heard from ever again. Mm-hmm. So you can watch that video like on YouTube or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'll I'll do this. I will post a link to that YouTube video on our Twitter so people can watch it. Yeah. And let us know what you kind of think. I would be curious to watch it. And then give us a shout out on Instagram or Twitter at spooky underscore spouses. Let us know if you think the video is real. If it's fake, you can use... The hashtag, I think this video is real and here's my reason why. You can use that one. Just something quick and simple to remember. Yeah. I love watching (laughs) videos like that and trying to be like pretending that I'm this investigator, that I'm going to catch something in that video that nobody else has caught. And you and I, you and I watch a lot of these videos or like maybe I'll show them to you or you show them to me and you're always much more practical about everything. And I just like to believe that there's all this weird, fanciful, creepy stuff going on. And I'm like, oh, look, it has to be ghosts. He's getting punched by ghosts. Right. But But I think think that's a good mix because, you know, where I might look at something too practical, I don't, you know, expand my mind about, hey, that is just kind of weird. You're not opening your sun chakra to to (laughs) my way. My spooky chakra. You're not opening your spooky chakra to my waveforms. Yeah. Maybe my spooky chakra is too open and I need to... Have that practical magic. I need to have a little practy magic. <laughs> Sandra Bullock movie, what, 1997? <laughs> <Was it> really? <laughs> yeah, practical magic. <laughs> I actually, I don't think I've ever watched it. So you haven't I watched it? I just know it's about Sandra Bullock and on the cover there's a picture of her and there's a bunch of candles. I have no idea if it's about So you've never watched witches it. Witches or... But tell me what it's about though. Give me, no give me the plot really okay, quick. Okay, but based on the cover... Yeah, here we go. I'm assuming, and the fact that Sandra Bullock's in it. Welcome to our new segment, (laughs) Movies Lindsay Hasn't Seen, But Here's the Plot. So based on the cover, I would say maybe she's like a normal woman 
maybe struggling at her job. Well, no maybes. This is definitely. This okay. Is... So she's struggling at her job and like there's a guy that she likes, but uh-huh. he like works down the street, but he like doesn't give her any time of day. Classic. And then she kind of figures out that she has these like magical powers. How does she figure it out? I forget that part in the movie. Um... <laughs> I don't know. Well, she's um, grocery shopping, and she can't reach the can of beans on the top shelf. Oh, and she, my gosh. It's like the last straw for her. Ugh. Like, she had a hard work week, and she's just like, man, and I can't even get the beans down? Like, really? <laughs> and then, like, she uses her mind power. Yeah. And, like, the beans just end up in her cart. So, like, oh she realizes, gosh. like, she has telepathy-type thing, and she's like, oh, my gosh. Isn't there a special name? This is name? really practical, and it's magic. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, do her powers only work in a grocery store? No, just practical stuff. Oh, so it's like, oh, I forgot to, the, I thought I turned the sink off all the way, but it's still dripping. Bloop, turn it off. Yeah, so it, like, saves the oceans, the environment, practical stuff. Like, it gets her a car, but, like, instead of a really cool car, it just gets her, like, a Honda Odyssey minivan. Like... <sighs> I love Just a that. practical car. That's really practical. But then, like, the guy, you know, there's a whole love story. The guy, like, she uses her practical magic to, like, oh, yeah, here here are some things I can do. And then this guy notices her and, like, it's a big love story. And isn't it, I forget, like, because just because it's so practical, the yeah. guy, like, it, it sort of uh, gets rid of that part in the movie where the guy's like, I think I like you, but I'm not sure because of some arbitrary thing. She's like, well, just think. I'm going to use my practical magic on you so, like, we can just have a relationship. Yeah, I feel it's like, just a I feel practical like it, relationship. Yeah, it's just, it, it, I think it'll be fine. You know, we'll we'll be together for probably a long time. This, this this seems practical. But then he, like, finds out and there's that whole thing with, like, do I stay with someone that's, like, pretty practical or do, like, <laughs> I expand my horizons? Like, who knows? Like, we always go to bed at, like, 1030. <laughs> and, like, we never go anyplace that's too expensive. And, yeah, like, her cooking's good, but it's, like, it's, you know, it's just, like, practical stuff. It's just, like, practical. But, like, she really likes to make, like, she'll, she'll do meal plans throughout the week it's just practical stuff it's fine <laughs> but like it's just too practical well if any of the listeners out there have seen that movie and want to tell us exactly what it's about because i'm gonna forget about it and not look it up um or maybe we'll watch it one day just let us know email us at spooky at gmail.com or shout out on instagram or twitter or you can email the new email i'm setting up called practical magic cast at gmail.geocities.clown. That's not a real email. Well, it might be someone's email. I, I mean, bet you it is. Sandra Bullock's. Maybe it's hers. It's her personal account. She can't get over that movie. How did you get this address? <laughs> did you listen to Lindsay? <laughs> well, we'll take a short little music break. Yes, we will. Awesome. And then we'll be back. Well, you usually tell people what they can do during the break. Um. Well, maybe you, you had can... make a sandwich and then dance. So I think this one needs to be something different. Okay. Well, maybe think about what your if you had to pick one practical magic thing that you could do. Like, what would your practical magic power be? That's a really good question. Would it be like never having to get gas in your car? It's just always oh there. Oh my gosh, that, that would, would save nice. you a ton of money too. Or like. I hate traffic, so like never ever being caught in traffic. Yeah, that seems. Tell weird. us your practical magic power. Yeah, please do, guys. Or just think about it. <laughs> or just think about it and don't tell anyone. It's like your special secret you can smile about. <laughs> well, we'll see you guys in three, two, warn. Okay, we're back, and I thought about my practical magic thing, and it would be to always have one can continual 
of ice-cold LaCroix, Pomplemousse LaCroix in the fridge. That's nice. Wouldn't that be nice? What would yours be? Maybe never having to take Molly potty. Oh my gosh, like that it just, would be great. She never had to go, and, she, and it's not like we're abusing her in any way. It's just she's like, you know what? I don't have to go potty ever. Yeah, she just doesn't. It's just not a problem because she always asks at the, like the worst times. Like you're in the middle of something or like you like I'll start like just doing any kind of chore. And it's like always that's when she's got to go. It's potty time for me now. Yeah. Not me. That, that was me talking like Molly. <laughs> potty time. <laughs> that's probably it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> See ya. Well, this week I had a topic. But it was kind of just a discussion, and I was afraid it was going to be kind of short. Okay. So, like, I still think maybe we can have it really quick, because we never touch on the subject. And then I'll kind of, if we have enough time, I'll kind of go into, like, the whole story that I had Okay. for the rest. But my, like, topic or my discussion... <laughs> Oopsie-daisy. <laughs> my discussion I had was basically, like, team zombies or team vampires. Oh, this is actually, okay, I, I, I so, feel like th- this this could go on for a while. So, okay, so zombies, like, originated, like, West African. I think it was more of, like, a slavery thing is basically what they referred to as zom- or zombie, I think it was okay. pronounced. But it was, you know, their folklore that basically these workers, these slaves were, like, zoned out. So that's where you get your typical like zombie. Okay. But you know as far as like vampires you know you get the whole it's the the demon spirit it's this like resurrection of someone that has died. It's a European folklore so you kind of have like the African folklore and then the European folklore and it's just kind of vampires basically just are there to like kind of cause mischief and they're just kind of like that demon that's around. Mm-hmm. But they've like an inhabited a body. But as far as like zombies, like they're kind of half dead. Like they're dead, but they're not. Yeah. So- they're, they're, they're dead, but they have like the one, like, well, if we're talking about like modern day zombies, right? And there's so many different iterations of a zombie now. They're yeah. dead. Well, like, because there's, like, Night of the Living Dead, which is, like, one of the first zombie... That movie's still creepy. Big zombie. But those zombies were, like, they had the pop... They brought on the popular concept of, like, zombies eating brains. And walking really slow. Yeah, but that was kind of the whole idea of zombie. In 1932, there's a movie called White Zombie. Mm-hmm. And basically, those zombies were still creepy, I mean, for the 30s, but they were just mindless, didn't think. They were kind of just henchmen. Oh, Like, they didn't want to eat you or anything, but, like, usually, like, a villain would have these zombies that would just basically be, like, like Mm -hmm. they're just these henchmen. But then, you know, Night of the Living Dead came along and made these zombies kind of a key character Mm -hmm. because now they wanted to eat you, which made it scarier. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like your henchmen turned on you. Which is kind of cool. But I did kind of like pros and cons of zombies and vampires. Okay. So like zombies, they are a night creature. So are vampires. Zombies, they eat human flesh or brains. And vampires live off blood. Okay. So zombies want to eat you. Vampires kind of just want to drink your blood. But you can turn into a vampire. You can also turn into a zombie. Right, like if, if you're a vampire, no. If a if a zombie, like there, there's the whole thing. If you get bit, like, oh, don't yes. get bit. So both of them, if they bite you or eat you, 
Well, I think if you're like totally eaten by a zombie, you're probably not coming back. Yeah. But if you're, you're bitten and you run away, I yeah. think that, oh, well, now I'm a zombie. Well, in this article that I found of the pros and cons against zombie, I don't know where this came from, but they said that zombies have heart and vampires, <sighs> they are pretty heartless. See, I would think <laughs> that they're both kind of heartless. Well, right, because, I mean, zombies eat you. But I guess maybe they're saying they have heart because they're they're kind of half human. So, like, people that they love, maybe they would still recognize you before I, but I they think, try to eat you? I think in any of the movies that I've seen, there there's, there's usually that dilemma of, like, my significant other got bit by a zombie, and now they're a zombie, and now I have to kill my significant other because they're about to eat me. So yeah. I'm not sure if... I, I think... I think if anything, vampires might have a little more heart because I always think about them, even though they're a little conniving. Well, I always, they're like seductive. That's exactly what I was going to say. I I think they're a little bit like seductive and sneaky. Because they don't, but that's kind of like rude though, because then that means they are kind of heartless because they're seductive to get blood from but you. But they're still like, they're, they're immortal, but they're still like kind of alive. So I would say that Vampires have have 100% more heart than zombies do, which is to say zombies have none. So yeah. if, if it's 100% more, vampires could have like this marginal percentile of heart. Right. Or at least what we, what we think of as like compassion, I guess. Well, and vampires are most likely beautiful. Yeah, they're, they're very like really well manicured. skin, you know, because they have to be seductive. Chanel models. And zombies are like... Nasty. <laughs> they gross. <laughs> they don't got time. Would you to be pretty? What what if wouldn't it be funny if there was a movie where the zombie like zombies were a little bit more like with it and then they tried to trick people into thinking they weren't zombies and they dressed up like I don't know like like a firefighter or something. They just try to go to work and stuff every day, yeah. but like their struggles of like trying not to eat people. Yeah, it was is like always really there. bad. And like they all have like they all go to a therapist because they're like, I just want to eat people and I'm trying really hard. I just don't want him to know I'm a zombie. I almost kind of, and this is a weird way to look at it, I guess. I almost think like zombies are kind of like dogs and vampires are kind of like cats. I don't think that's weird at all. I totally get that. Like zombies are oafy and like just want to get, just want to play. I guess. You have a one track mind, yeah. And they're kind of just dumb and like happy-ish, I guess. Sure. They just know what they want and that's fine with them. But like vampires are so much like thought into things. They're yeah. seductive. Like they only want what they want whenever they want. And dogs have a very difficult time of not being seen or heard like zombies. And vampires, I think, do a really good job of sneaking up on you. Oh, just yeah. slipping and slipping and slithering around. I like a la like Voldemort or something. Or I guess any actual vampire from any movie ever. <laughs> but and cats do the same thing. Yeah, like, I always think of, like, when a cat jumps on, like, a couch, like, on the back of it or something, and then you feel its tail, like, slowly wipe, like, across Ugh. your head or your face, or, like, their face just kind of, like, nuzzles against your face. Like, it's kind of creepy. And then they bite you. Yeah, and they They're do. Biters. And they do just bite. I mean, <laughs> do dogs will bite as well, but, like, at least Molly, she'll play bite. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, zombies are, they're dumber. Yes. They're and slower. Vampires, they I think. They can't talk. No. They can say roar-arsh. Or in some movies, they do just say brains. Yeah. But the downfall about... Okay, so at the end of this, I want to do if you would be team zombies or team vampires. But what Now, like, of, meaning, like, do I, which one do I think is more believable? Or, like, which one I like more? 
Which one you like more? Like, if you had to be a zombie or a vampire, like, oh. like, what do you feel like would either be more fun or, like, just would be a better move for you? Okay. But, like, I keep going back and forth because as soon as I'm like, yeah, team vampire, totally. Like, they're with it. They're pretty. They, like, are seductive. <laughs> they still can, like, do normal things throughout the day without being detected yeah. and all this stuff. But then I think about it and I'm like, oh, yeah, well, they have no reflection. They can't be around crosses or garlic. Man. And I love garlic. Seriously. What will we do? <laughs> they can't be in the daylight. No. You have to, like, hide out. So you're probably pretty bummed all the time because you have no vitamin d i would just take supplements nonstop. vitamin d supplements <laughs> i mean i know that i'm immortal but like if, if if it would at least affect my mood in a positive way taking you have vitamin to be d grumpy. oh my gosh like my pill cabinet my like homeopathic daily preventative medicine supplement cabinet would be would be endless if you were a vampire vitamin d glucosamine chondroitin all these different types of mushrooms probably not b12 because you're drinking blood but yeah, there's like all these down things and then like someone can kill you with a stake. Easily. Like see, killing someone with a stake to the heart is a lot easier than I think decapitating a zombie. Because they say you have to chop a zombie's head off. Or just like crush their brain. So like to decapitate someone or to stab them in the heart with something, like yeah, there's the whole thing of like, you know, like I said, zombies are more manicured and they look better and you're not decaying essentially you're not just rotting mm -hmm. but you do have to get blood i mean you do have to feed off blood and i think the whole feeding off blood thing like a lot of the things that we've seen or like a lot of the stories and stuff it's always tricking somebody into being able to drink their blood yeah you know what i'm saying but i think <laughs> drinking someone's blood would be a lot easier than just eating a person i think so too well i don't know because you could just you could capture somebody and just drink their blood or you could do it the nice way and be like a nice vampire, I guess, if you're be nice. like, listen, I just need to drink your blood. But then you turn them. You turn them into exactly. a vampire. Exactly. Which, see, I would be really bummed out if I didn't know that. Like, also, You do it and then you. it's like, disclaimer. You have someone sign it and then you just like put fine print at the bottom like, well, and you might be a vampire. Now, really quick, just double check section five, uh, appendix, whatever, whatever, and just reread it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it does say <laughs> you will be a vampire now forever. But yeah, I don't know. I went back and forth of like what I think I would want to be. And like by the end of it, I think I made a decision of what I would want. What's yours? I think I would still be a vampire. I would too. I would still be a vampire because not being able to be with it. Like as a zombie, my my definition of a zombie is brainless, even though they have a brain, I get it. But like not being with it, not being able to be stimulated in any way. You're You're not you. You just have this primal instinct just to wander and to find a brain to eat or to find a whatever to eat. But being a vampire, I really like the idea of like... Well, the whole aesthetic is kind of cool. Yeah. Like it's this, you know, whole demon-like creature that looks like an everyday person. That wears cool shades. Now, I would get to wear very cool shades. <laughs> and I don't think I'd have to wear glasses anymore. You don't have to. Well, in that Jim Carrey movie I made you watch, which side note, if you've never seen like Jim Carrey's first movie ever... What's it called? Vampire time? <laughs> no. Once bitten? I think I it's think called. it is once bitten. I believe it's once bitten. I made Jordan watch that and it's a really good old movie. It's silly. It's great. He gets it's seduced. A silly 80s movie. He gets seduced by a 60-year-old vampire and it's funny. Yeah. It's great. Then he turns into Just a vampire. A young, young baby boy. He is a young baby but boy. But he turns into a vampire and he still is like going through high school and stuff. 
Now, most vampires, it out. most vampires I've seen, they do get slicked back hair. And I've always thought, can I make that work? And I think as a vampire, I can oh, slick yeah. back my hair in a second. Oh, yeah. Man, that'd be nice. And they're all like <laughs> kind of like in really good shape. Yeah, I mean, I already had the dark hair and the pale skin. So I already got like the vampire steez going on. I think I might be too nice to be a vampire, though. I think I'd be a really You'd crappy just be a really vampire. Nice vampire. Yeah. That's okay. Well, I think the world needs more friendly vampires. I would go with vampires still. And then I also romanticize about the thought of like sitting somewhere in a room where I can't leave or I can't leave the house, or whatever. And it's like listening to, uh, I don't know, like really good opera or something like that. Like having this like <laughs> awesome vinyl collection and just like playing all this great classical music like Mahler and Brahms and whatever. Because or just having like this humongous organ. And playing organ. Just playing your organ and being creepy. That'd be cool too. I mean, you would have literally an eternity to get good at any task you wanted. Oh, that is true. Think about that. Like I want to be, uh, you know, I think I'm going to spend the next 20 years being a tattoo apprentice and be a tattoo artist <laughs> okay th- this has been very fun thank you drink oh your blood. that would be like a vampire's dream because you would tattoo and they would bleed you would make bank as well oh my like, god that's your that's your whole setup like and you said hey you I'm don't a have real to vampire. bite anyone it's like you just you tattoo deep enough that you get them bloody collect that blood i think people, that's actually a very good and people idea. could just pay you in blood Like, more people, I think, would get tattoos if they were like, hey, I'll give you a free tattoo. I'm really good. But, like, disclaimer, it's free. But if you bleed... I'm going to lick it. I'm going to lick it. I won't bite you. I don't... I don't lick it. I don't have any... I don't carry any diseases or germs, but I'm going to lick it. I'm going to lick your blood. Uh, (laughs) I won't bite you, but I'm going to lick it. And then, yeah, you really wouldn't need money because most of the movies I've seen, too, or, or whatever, like, most of the, like, vampire lore, they always have super nice houses. All vampires well, yeah, live in... yeah, they're swanky. See? Like, imagine that. Like, coming home. I, I wouldn't... I don't think... Wait, if you and I were both vampires, could we still... We could, like, still be married and, like, it'd be fine? I don't know. I don't know how that works. I mean, that might be... We could still a, live together. A con. We could. I mean, I don't know if... You like, kind of want your own space. I don't know if, like, vampires, <laughs> like... I guess this would be something we could look up. Like, do vampires like to cohabit together? Or, like, they like their own thing? Now, I know in the movie The Lost Boys... They cohabitate in a small house somewhere. It's not a very nice house, but they all live together. Well, what? In Twilight? Well, Twilight, they battle each other. I've never seen Twilight. Well, that's vampire. I I thought it was just team vampire, team werewolf in Twilight. Yeah, but I'm just talking about the vampires in Twilight. Oh, they fight and they do? Yeah, I think they like battle each other. Like they get mad at each other. Oh. They get pretty vicious. Well, see, that would bum me out not being able to hang out with you. I mean, I think some of them get along. Like, I mean, you got like the shows like True Blood and stuff. Those are vampires. And they like hang out and have swanky parties. Okay. So in my in my vampire fiction, you and I are still married and we have a house. But, you know, we, we have an attorney. So it's like, hey, Linz, I think I want to go to Peru for a year. I'm like, all right, that's fine. I'll come visit you in Peru because we have thousands and thousands of walls. We, <laughs> we have infinity years to be together, right? So yeah. you and I would also go on really cool vacations and stuff too. But then think about that too. Like we could you just have, walk there. You have eternity. Things might start getting like real boring because you're going to like go through a lot of stages where like if you do make any friends, unless they are vampire friends, like everybody's going to start dying and leaving you. And like that's what? A, that's kind of heartbreaking. Then maybe... Like as a zombie, like if your friends die... 
You have no idea. You're because... like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I don't know. I I've just been, want that brain. I've been craving brains and Candy Crush, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, like, yes, a zombie, I think you, like, decay eventually and just kind of... I don't know if you do. I, I don't... Well, because there was the one in the the pilot episode of The Walking Dead, I think. Now, Liz and I don't watch The Walking Dead. We we fell off, like, season, I don't know, 4,000. I yeah, forget. I fell off after I watched Carl eat that whole can of pudding. Yeah. It's like, oh, this seems to be taking some <laughs> weird turns. But in the pilot episode, I think it's a pilot episode, there's that zombie with no legs who's crawling on the ground. But I think it's because zombies ate her legs. And then you turn into a zombie and zombies don't want to eat other zombies. Right. But I don't know how that works. I don't. I, I think zombies kind of defy science in that way. And now they're like, well, I'm decayed to the point in which... Or I guess like far enough to where I don't need to really worry about it anymore because I'm very dead. But I guess this is where, this is kind of just where I am. Like, I don't think you're going to care if you lose your legs. You're just like, whatever. Brains. Brains, please. <laughs> Brains, please. I don't know. If any of our listeners have any good points or like, think, like, w- just tell us what you would rather do. I feel like a lot of people think about this stuff more than we do. Because a lot <laughs> of people are like really into zombies, really into vampires. Or, like, the whole, like, it's a zombie apocalypse. You get one weapon, and why? And you get to live one place. Why would you do it? I think, I I know when I was working at a nursery a few summers ago, we would have this ongoing discussion as to, like, what vehicle you'd have, what weapon you'd have, and where you'd live. Yeah. And it's fun to think about it for a while because you get to, like, be really thorough and stuff. And as far as this goes, I've never thought about what would I do if I were to be a vampire. See, I just, I never was super huge into zombie stuff or vampire stuff. Neither was I. I think the only thing I really liked vampire-wise, what what was that Mel Brooks movie? Oh. Where they, I mean, Mel Brooks is hilarious. Was it Mel but, Brooks or was it Leslie Nielsen? No, I think it was Mel Brooks produced a movie that, where he stabbed, no, Leslie, that's another movie, where he stabbed that vampire yeah. and all that blood just starts squirting all over the place out I of that love casket that part. i love that part mel brooks so this is a rare google session <laughs> mel brooks vampire dracula dead and loving it dead and loving it now it is and leslie nielsen as the thing oh, okay so i don't know if mel brooks had anything to do with it he didn't oh it? no he, he was van helsing in the movie oh okay he was van helsing yeah that's right but like it's always kind of like there is either the silly vampire zombie or, like, people actually trying to make it pretty scary. What was the one with Brad Pitt, Interview with a Vampire or something like that a long time ago? I think so. I remember, I've never seen it. I, I, I've I never really seen it either, but I remember I was at some sleepover in, like, fourth grade. And the the kids whose house we were all at, it was like they had an air hockey table. So you get on stairs, play air hockey nonstop and, like, drink a ton of Mountain Dew and, like, lose your minds. <laughs> So it's just a basement full of screaming kids just chugging Mountain Dew and playing air hockey and like hurting each other and like, watch me jump over this thing. But I remember their parents were watching it upstairs and we kept going up to sneak peeks of it because we knew it was an R-rated movie. Yeah. And it slipped. And I told my mom, I guess because I was too honest, and I got in big trouble for sneaking little peeks of that movie because it was an (laughs) R-rated movie and there's blood in it. I think also nudity. Oh. So not good. Not good. Not today. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, tell us what you think if you're team zombie or team vampire. I mean, maybe you just think zombies are cooler. And maybe I you mean, just think vampires, you just like their style and their oeuvre. Maybe you like that stuff. Yeah, so we're team vampire. Yeah, Molly would be probably team zombie. 
Well, yeah, like it's a whole th- like dogs versus cats thing. I mean, she would totally be teen zombie. She's like run around and not have any agenda, just bite people and like do whatever and not care about anything. I'll do it. Perfect. That's Perfect exactly what I do every day anyways. Go potty anywhere I want. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah zombies probably just go to the bathroom wherever they want As if they, they even have to go to the bathroom yeah do they i mean I they know. eat they eat people you have to digest it oh i ew that's probably yeah, that's a whole nother I'm podcast skipping it because i was thinking about some, <laughs> yeah we're skipping that one we're skipping it well there's no need for it well yeah i think that'll do it <laughs> yeah so let us know team vampire team zombie you can get in touch with us to let us know if you're Team Vampo or Team Zombo at Twitter or Instagram. And we are on there at Spooky underscore Spouses. You can also send us an email if you'd like at SpookySpousesCast at gmail.com. Yeah, give us a shout out. Tell your friends, your family, tell your vampire friends, your zombie friends. You know that one friend that just plays on Facebook all day and just doesn't listen to what you have to say ever? Zombie. Zombie. Totals, total. <laughs> Team. Uh, 2018 version of a zombie. (laughs) My cell phone, please. Technology zombies. Oh, what were you saying? Sorry, I was on Snap. Snap. Snap zombie. Sorry, zombie. (laughs) Or you go to your nine to five and you wear a business suit. Zombie. Work zombie. Oh my gosh. That hustle zombie. Oh my gosh. Can you even believe it? We're in that nine to five. Dolly Parton zombie. It's a very good movie. Very good song. It's a, I love that song. So we would also like to thank Eli Chambers for writing us some wonderful music that you heard at the beginning, middle, and you'll hear at the end of our podcast. You can find Eli on social media at Eli Who Does Music. And Eli also just wrote the theme for our good buddy and boss man, Colin Parker's new podcast, EQ&A, as well as his other podcast, The Bad Pen Pal. Eli is a great writer, a great musician, a great person. If you're looking for music for anything, holler at Eli. I'm sure he'd love to help you. He would love to do it. And we'd also like to say thank you very much to the Scavengers Network for having us on. If you go to thescavengersnetwork.com, you can find all the shows there. The brand new show or the, the newest show to the network, like I said, is one that Colin Parker is doing called EQ&A, where it's these discussions in the entertainment industry people uh, who are talking at Loyola University. Kind of like a TED Talk, but it's music and art related. Very cool. It's very cool. Support your local artists. Do it. And support your very (laughs) small and upcoming podcast networks. Yeah. And I want to thank all you listeners for being supportive and listening to us ramble about anything and everything spooky. Well, we'll see you next week. Have a spooktacular week. Have a wonderful but wacky and weirdy week. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see you later. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Hi there. Hello there. Test, 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 P, 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 P. Hoop, 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 hoop. Howdy there, partner. How? Howdy, you. How? <laughs>